Welcome back to this year's first episode of the Geeks Experience, uh, in which we will be reviewing The Matrix Revolutions. Uh, uh, it's Resurrections. Resurrections, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Revolution was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, Re- Re- Revolutions was the third one, this is the fourth one. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the long-anticipated uh, return of Keanu Reeves as Neo, um, will it live up to the same... Uh, you know, interest as the last, the first Matrix, because let's face it, the last two weren't that great. And let's and like in this, I think ever since Keanu became like the big, you know, lovable actor that he rightfully deserved to be, people wanted him to back for a lot of things, like Bill and Ted, which I have not seen. I've heard it's pretty decent though. Uh yeah, I kind of forgot they they they, they made another one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, uh, Matrix Resurrections, uh, this was certainly a movie. Yeah, so it's been, it's been a while since it's out, so we will be doing spoiler. Yeah, we are gonna go into spoiler territory here, yeah, so. and I mean... it's, yeah. Uh, can I just say, like, personally for me, I've always loved the first Matrix. I'm, I might say love is a strong word, but I really enjoyed the first Matrix. The second one was, and third one was were really tough for me to watch because at the time I there was so much going on I'm like I can't keep up I'm I'm literally falling asleep here. Uh yeah like I think I'm kind of in the same boat I rem- I, rem- I I do like the first Matrix uh I remember like the second one is all right in my in, in from my from my uh, opinion and Matrix Revolutions I I was just kind of like eh, it's 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 all right I guess mm-hmm. you know like. Uh, and I feel like some of the fan response to this, uh, uh, to Resurrections partially is like, oh my god, I can't believe you ruined the Matrix. And it's like, well, to be fair, let's be real here. The first one is the the one that most people really remember. Mm -hmm. The second one, most people remember the, uh, fight in, like, the middle with, uh, the Thousand Ages myths. Yes, in the how you know how groundbreaking that looked for the time, emphasis on for the time because if you yeah, watch did, that now, did not age well. Did not age well. Right. Uh, and then you know, obviously, no one cares about Matrix Revolutions. Uh, so yeah, Matrix Resurrections is a you know it's a follow up, and you're sort of wondering how how the we, hell are you gonna do this? How, how how are we gonna make a sequel when in Revolutions Neo dies at the end? I how do we how is he back what's the what's the, what's the explanation here are we or is this like a reboot or like is there another neo or whether kind of crazy you know is the fan it? theory that uh zion was actually still inside the matrix and it was a whole matrix within a matrix within a matrix kind of thing or what yeah, I'm, that one hurts my brain every time I hear it. Yeah, but it, as it turns out, um, it's neither of those. It's neither of those because we start this movie. No, off, I would love the uh, love if it done the theory that uh, Matrix and Terminator were in the same universe. That would be kind of funny. That would be awesome. It's just a random like. Well, I guess to be fair, uh, I don't know who owns the rights to the Terminator franchise because yeah. Warner Brothers owns the uh, owns the rights to the Matrix movies. Um, so you know, it couldn't work. Yeah, yeah. It, but anyways, uh, this movie starts off. With a, a more or less a, a recreation of like one of the f- scenes from the first movie, which we will be getting a lot of that. Yeah, like we're not like we're we're just gonna be straightforward in a lot of this because it's I have a lot of mixed opinions about this movie, and you you say you said starting it off with that pretty much makes a lot of sense. 
Like, yeah. It's just, Because there's a lot of callbacks to A lot of it. Yeah. And and that's going to be part of our discussion as we go on. But, um... Yeah, do you want to do the one minute thing right now, or you want to keep talking about? Oh, stuff? I mean, yeah, we can, we can, we can do the one minute we, thing. We, we can because, just throw it out the window and just start talking about what our thoughts on. Yeah, yeah, let's just do the one minute thing and then just talk about all the uh, interesting things that happened in this movie. <laughs> yes. All right, Joe, you start us off. Go for it, buddy. All right. So, Matrix Resurrections is probably the movie that, uh, you know, uh, it probably uh, is a movie that like is definitely really. It delves deep into its own sort of meta, and I it, it, it's somewhat of a commentary on just I guess the idea of like, uh, you know, film franchises getting these you know or like various you know sequels or reboots or various things that film franchises. It, it tries to do it in a interesting way, but it sort of comes across more as sort of a uh, uh, self indulgent. Yeah, yeah, self indulgent uh, view view of the franchise as a whole. Instead of being sort of a nostal- like having nostalgic lookbacks and maybe continuing the story in interesting directions, it sort of just lounges in its own sort of uh, you know reverence for the old movies, as well as not really doing a whole lot with you know it being a sequel. It it, it is just a interesting, but overall not very. Uh, well executed uh, look at the Matrix franchise as a whole. So just you went over a minute, but I, I let you keep going because you were you were on a roll right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. I kind of went over a minute, but it, it was it, it just there, kinda... there's, a, there's a lot to talk about in 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 that specific aspect that you just mentioned about it trying it kind of like going for that nostalgic feel. But yeah, um, okay, so I'm going to give you my thoughts, and we can just go, we can probably start off, after, after my thoughts, we can just start off with the whole nostalgia feel, because mm-hmm. that is that is something that I do have a problem with, so um, my thoughts on The Matrix essentially is this, it's it's a movie that I didn't ask for, and I didn't really look forward to, um, I went into, went into this with an open mind, even though I heard a lot of like mixed stuff about it, Um it does things that I'm not that I thought would be cool to do, but it feels as 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 we said earlier very self indulgent in a way where like man this could be really like thought provoking and wondering about like what how your works kind of like you know tend to be read by other people but it just becomes sort of like a continuous thing that makes um, no sense like. I would say that the, this movie encapsulates everything that is the Matrix, all the good and all of the bad, because there's a lot. There's a point where like it just kind of stopped being that and stopped being more of like this is what you expect the Matrix to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's that's really like my, my my big issue with it. It's just that like man, there's like, these really cool conversation pieces, but they take they go in a way that's like. Okay, we stayed on this for too damn long, and I want to go on. I want to keep going. I don't care about how much you know thought process that you've done. No, explore that instead of just talking about it. But like as I said, we're gonna talk about the nostalgia factor because that was your big issue with it. Yeah, because they lean in hard on uh, this being sort of a uh, like kind of a one a continuation of the previous movies but also just sort of like a 
uh, a look back at, at previous movies because there are so many. Uh, like I said, the opening scene is uh, these two, uh, the two, one of, two of our characters, uh, mm. uh, uh, Bugs, I believe is her name. Yeah, like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, it's already gonna be a problem I have. <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, part of my brain now realizes they do an Alice in Wonderland thing with her too, because yeah. she when she talks to Neo, she has a, a rabbit tattoo, and it's like you're gonna have to follow me down the rabbit, you know, follow me if you want to like learn the truth. And it's like, oh, I get it, right down the rabbit hole. Yeah, okay. Um, but well. yeah, but it's basically them like in a sort of version of the matrix looking at trinity uh it's like a scene from the first movie and it's sort of like uh it's trinity being like beating up all these guards and stuff and they're sort of just like yeah we've seen this before you know like we know how this ends right and that's straight into the camera with the audience yes yeah yeah (laughs) it's 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 kind of weird it was very weird because like I, I immediately was like, okay, so we're redoing the first opening scene, and there's Jessica Hedwig as Bugs, and then as we go along, it's Morpheus. There's Morpheus, but it's the new actor playing Morpheus, uh, whose name I cannot pronounce because I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it it already sounds just like okay, you're gonna be we're gonna be like going back with some like, you know, good old Matrix nostalgia. Into, like, all that stuff. And it just... It's splurred throughout the film. In ways that I'm like... Man, does this feel lazy. Yeah. Like, there's... Certain uh, elements... Uh, in this movie where, like... There's moments where Neo's talking... Doing stuff, right? And he has these sort of flashbacks that are just... Uh, intercut with uh, just scenes from the original movie. And then there's, like... Certain... Uh, which isn't like too it's not too crazy but then there's like moments with uh i forget the name of the character but uh he is basically supposed to be agent smith yeah he's 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 agent smith yeah and he sort of like says a line actually i think it's even in the trailers and like promotional sequence where he's like mr anderson and it cuts to back back forth with him his yeah 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 And, and and it's in those kind of moments where it feels just very annoying and just sort of like okay we get it this guy is supposed to be mr smith you don't have to like do these cut back and forth to be to, to try to remind the audience and even neo and neo that it's like it's agent smith like just you know like just give him the same like mannerisms and speech pattern and people can figure that out all right sure it's been like 20 years since like the last matrix movie but like come on like that's just also and no this is not a disrespect to the actor playing uh, New Smith, but it's just like man, you kind of miss Hugo Weaving. Yeah, that's something like with the Morpheus with the the new Morpheus like it's sort Played of by, a, uh, I got his name now, uh, Yaha Yayam Abdul Mati the second. Yeah, I can understand how you could, uh, uh, forget how to say that name. Uh, yeah, like he like they sort of explain. Uh, sort of the new Morpheus in that he's a computer program. Mm-hmm. He's like an AI, essentially, that Neo has made within his own matrix or whatever. Yes. Right? Which, I can, you know, that's like neat. And that's a, him sort of like, he's a new Morpheus trying to learn what old Morpheus is doing. So they're like, mm-hmm. I'm fine with like that kind of, like it's sort of like, oh, he's just trying to learn how Morpheus is acting. So he's kind of a little quirky, but 
and you know he's trying to do his best mm. with a new uh, the new agent smith it's agent smith but he just has a new face but like he doesn't he just doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. you know. Heck, they're, they're, aside from like those sex, those moments, but like even the stuff with Trinity and Niobe, it's like we just keep cutting back and forth to seeing like scenes from the the, the past three Matrix, and like a way that's like, like we get it. We you don't need to sprinkle this out through the movie, like just one or two moments is fine. We we would understand it. Yeah, but it's just it's so really distracting because especially with 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 Trinity because like. Like, don't get me wrong, I get that Trinity and Neo are, like, a thing, and they, they're in love, but you do you have to show me every other time where they're holding each other for dear life, or, like, this the one little moment of touch, like, we, don't show me that, I should already know that, and even if you don't, you've never seen those Matrix movies, you don't need to solely rely on the those, like, flashbacks, it's really distracting. Yeah, like, it, it's pretty, like, it, it, it... It just, it seems very sort of like, like they just pound it into your head, like these certain moments when it's like clearly obvious for most people, like, oh, this is like, you know, oh, okay, this is Trinity, this is whatever, you know, we don't need to see this every single time. Like, just one moment. Yeah. Like, there's a moment in early in the movie where um, Neo in the Matrix, who meets up with her in the Matrix, and they shake hands, and if you just slash back to the moment where they've touched hands from the past of the Matrix, that's fine. That's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need any more of that. Also, don't need any more of that horrible dialogue. Yeah, the di- there's some, like, interesting t- uh, uh, dialogue uh, written in this movie. Um, we have... I forget the name of the guy... Uh, his co-worker yeah we have one of neo's co-worker because probably works for blizzard he yeah he's he's definitely a weirdo yeah like he says some stuff i'm like bro that is like super inappropriate even amongst dudes like i mean because in in this matrix that neo's trapped in neo and trinity are trapped in it uh neo is a game designer uh and and Trinity is named Tiffany, and she is a uh, mom. You know, she has kids and stuff. Uh, husband and two kids. Yeah, husband and two kids. And like uh, the coworker just sees him like, is like a bona fide milf. Am I right? <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the hell? He and I don't know. He says some cringy ass dialogue. Like he, like I, I, a part of me feels like he's supposed to be like this sort of uh, representation of like, like some segment of the Matrix fan base. Because because there's moments where like you know it oh, gets we'll get, we'll get to that part we'll get to that part but you know like I don't know he, he's just weird like he he's like you know BT dubs and it's like dude shut up you're like 35 no one no one in your age demographic talks like that you're talking like a fucking 12 year old and even then I think a 12 year old would think that's lame yeah it's just very like I know people that would say it unironically. Yeah, this dude's like fully like, yeah, I'm saying this because I'm cool, right? <laughs> Get out. And he, even the kid, oh my god, he said something so like, I'm like, wow, kid, fuck you. I don't even like you. I hope you die. Yeah, the kid actors aren't aren't, aren't the best I, in this movie. I know, no offense to those actors, but man, you guys got horrible dialogue. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, but no, it's just, there's a lot of like nostalgia trips in this movie that I'm like, I don't need this. 
I, I just give me the I don't need you to remind me of the Matrix. This is the Matrix. Just give it to me and just, you know, do it in a way where it's not... And you and I had this conversation before uh-huh. where you were talking about how this movie is being compared to No Way Home in terms of nostalgia. And you were saying that in that thing you were reading that the nostalgia in Spider-Man is written better than in this one. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, it was just something I saw on the internet of people talking about the, the sort of comparison, and uh, yeah, like uh, No Way Home when it it uses like the very because you know we can spoil that movie. <laughs> uh, I won't spoil it too much, but you know its whole use of nostalgia because obviously you know it's drawing a lot from the previous two Spider Man film franchises, right? You have Electro, you have a uh, Sandman, Doc Ock, Green Goblin. Like they're not just there just to be like cool winks at like the audience of like oh yeah remember this character from this movie you liked and it's like no they have actual reasons motivations impacts to the plot mm-hmm. like it's not just like a, a wink to the audience like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you remember this right like like how the matrix seems to like wants to do with a lot of these cuts and yeah. stuff n- n- like no way home doesn't do that it, it, it uses you know the power of nostalgia to push the story forward mm-hmm. in good ways and, and have some very emotional scenes too mm-hmm. like again not to go too much in spoiler but we all know that all three spider-man show up there are moments where i'm like dude i could just have a movie with these three guys just because like just how much they interact with each other and like not just be like hey i'm peter parker from another universe it's like no we all we're all spider-man we're all peter parkers we all share a, a sentiments of grief and that was just a beautiful moment. Here, you don't really get that be- because half the time it's just like, here, there's nostalgia, there's nostalgia, there's nostalgia. And it's like, it's like when a lot of people say like the use of nostalgia is like, like nowadays people are, are, are really annoyed when people use nostalgia, right? It's, it's, it's done in a way to make like, hey, remember this? But the, No Way Home does it in a way that's like, you know, not only elevates the story, but makes you, you know... Remember why you love those things so much. Yeah, like, and I think that's that's just sort of a problem with a lot of uh, p- uh, certain properties that try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, like where, like you know, they get like a uh, a sequel or whatever from an old or a reboot or whatever, and they try to be like, remember that. But it's usually like the reboots or the sequels that you know don't rely on the nostalgia they use it in you know su- subtle in good ways like Creed. Or, just, or just like a nice little reference yeah like friggin uh creed. yeah creed right like it's a sequel to the old to, to the older rocker movies and it's basically rocky one yeah it is basically rocky rocky one you could you could argue it's kind of a remake of the first rocky but it's not like one. It's not one to one, and two. Like it has a lot. It's of, a different story. It's a different story with you know Adonis and the relationship he has with Rocky and you know his father and all that stuff. Like it, it's it, it has, has its own voice. Yeah, it has similar beats, but it's its own thing, mm-hmm. right? And I was also gonna mention the uh, the new Planet of the Apes movies. I was just gonna say that. Like they do, like. There, there's hints and nods to like the older films and like obviously like references like Charlie uh not Charlie uh Charles Heston yes 
uh, and stuff. Like the first movie, and I remember that movie so well. And I'm a big fan of you know this. I'm a big fan yeah, of Planet yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen all of them. Yeah. And like, there's moments of like, oh, the the Statue of Liberty. He's building a little Lego set or whatever. Yeah. And like, they clearly make a nod of astronauts going to space and getting lost. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Charles Johnson's character right there. But it just it be, it's its own little story about like how the how the apes sort of took over. And, yeah. And they give you such an emotional story with you know Caesar, who if you know again like me, a big fan of the Ace fans, Caesar is also a character in the past in the. In the in the old movies of the guy of the, the revolutionary leader of the apes, mm-hmm. kind of like in this one, yeah, and like it's you know it creates its own thing, and mm-hmm. yeah, like the Matrix uses nostalgia is just very sort of just very like over the top, uh, just straight like like it it gets. I re- remember this. It gets very close to where. I feel like it gets super close to just them just looking at the camera and just trying to talk to the audience. I'm like, remember that? Remember, remember that, that, right? Yeah. You remember that, right? Yeah. Remember Berries? <laughs> yeah, like... It's remember just, the Matrix? Yeah, remember the Matrix? Uh, yeah, it's just very bizarre. And I, 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 like, I, just to get off on a slight tangent, can we can we talk about uh, Neil Patrick... Harris's character in this? Oh, yeah, no, we can go for it. Go for it. Because uh, uh, he's the... Uh... My man is the living embodiment of all the... All the, like... Uh, like, the stuff that people associate the Matrix with. Yeah, like, he's like... Uh, I'll say this right now. He is... Uh, he, he, he starts off as the therapist for Neo. Because Neo is having, mm-hmm. like, these dreams of, like... I, you know, I've, do, I've seen all these things. And, you know, I... And he, like, walked off a building and saying that he could fly and, you know, commit suicide or whatever. Uh, and, you know, it's like, you know, you know Thomas, right? You know, because he's still Mr. Anderson. Uh, you know, you, you just got to, like, you know, focus on, you know, what you have to hear, focus on what you feel and stuff. And it turns out uh, Neil Patrick's character uh, is a program. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the main villain. He's the, uh, the analyst. Yes. He uh, took over after the old Matrix and... Uh, uh, you know, getting to spoilers, right? Like he's the reason why Neo and Trinity are still alive because he was like, he, you know, he basically had them resurrected, mm-hmm. right? Like he, he had the machines resurrect both of them, and he sort of like created a new Matrix with them as like sort of the main, mm-hmm. you know, generation of power because you know in the Matrix that's what the machines use, right? They put people in the Matrix and feed off of them to generate power, right? And he's sort of like. If I could keep you two together, but not two together, two together, always distant and pining for one another, but too scared to like lose what you have, mm-hmm. you know, like that generates the most power, you know, and he like there's a whole sequence where he has like this sort of like a uh, slowdown effect. Oh god! And like I'm pretty sure what they did was like change the frame rate of like him himself, like because he looks very stuttery. It's not how like. Uh, how you like see a lot of like slow down or like super speed kind of things it's in movies. It's not like uh, Quicksilver or anything like that. Yeah, from uh, the X Men movies, uh, it's straight up like just everybody else is still in motion, but he's the only one moving in like sort of current speed, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he has like this weird frame rate thing, and it looks like I think I can get what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't come out right. No, it looks like like if you ever played like any online game, if for those of you that have. And there are moments where, like, everything feels kind of jittery or, like, 
you you take one step and it felt like you and it's Sorry. like one step is felt like it was 20 steps actually you know one step 20 step what kind of shit whatever yeah it's that it's that it's, yeah it's it, it looks jittery. it looks like he, he looks like he's in lag he is lagging the fuck out my man disconnect reconnect whatever just get out also he also has, does this whole like taunting lines like hey isn't it funny that I'm using bullet time, you know? The, the power to find you. And it's like, oh, oh right. right. Yeah, because yeah, that was the one thing that defined the original Matrix, right? Just bullet time. And Which I didn't even know though, that's what it was called. You know, just the slowdown effect. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, I, 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 all I can say is that uh, Neil Patrick Harris as a villain is a little... Not saying it can't work. It can't. Like, not saying it can't work. It just it doesn't work in this scenario. No. Like watching him it, it, being sort of the big bad guy in this movie reminded me of Pacific Rim Two, where Charlie Day turned out to be the villain. Or I'm just like, I can't picture Charlie Day being the bad guy. All I'm seeing on screen is just Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> like, I can't see, like it's same thing here. Like in in this scenario, like. I can't see Neil Patrick Harris being the bad guy here. He's just uh, Barney Stinson. Stinson. You know, he's just. I'm just waiting for him to just drop a fucking. It's gonna be legend. Wait for it, Derry. Yeah, no, and, oh, that, and he's a great actor. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's, he's a great, great actor. actor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he can like be a terrifying force or whatever, a villain. But the thing is, they made him too quirky. Yeah, they definitely made him very quirky. He's like. Oh yeah, in, in your head, you know. Oh look at this, you know. It's just a... yeah, yeah. No. Well, and that kind of, and this like little tangent kind of brings me to another thing that I had an issue with, like, and we we both mentioned this. It feels very self indulgent. Yeah, like not just with the like the nostalgia bits, like him being like, "I'm using what defined you, bullet time," and like, "Oh my god, yes, I know." Because even earlier in the movie, there's a moment where, like, you know, again, Neo Anderson, um, he's, like, a game designer. My man won the Game Award. And I mean the Game Award, like, the thing we just talked about, like, a couple weeks ago about. He literally has a Game Award in his hands. And I'm like, is Jeff Keighley around? Yeah, which I guess makes that whole one scene uh, they show it at the Game Awards and revealing of that uh, Unreal Engine 5 tech demo with the Matrix involved makes a lot more sense in retrospect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do find is it, it... Is it scene-breaking? Yes! <laughs> yeah, it's kind of immersion-breaking where it's like, hey, wait a minute. Because it says like 1999. So it's like, wait, you mean to tell me in the world of the Matrix... The Game Awards. The Game Awards were a thing in the 90s? Or at least... Bullshit, sir! Yeah, like, when they really started in, like, the mid-2000s or whatever, like, uh, I don't know, my brain is just, like, thinking, like, is is Jeff, is Jeff Keighley in the Matrix right now? Is he, like, is he stuck in one of those pods? Man has to get out, right? He has he has some world premieres to announce. Man's gonna talk about Elder Scroll. What's the game of time? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. But, I mean, yeah, he probably will talk about Elder Scroll Six one of these days. But, yeah, yeah, like, my man my man needs to talk about these world premieres. He's gonna talk about Last of Us 2, winning Game of, game of the Year. And what, what game? What, what was the last Game of the Year award? Uh, Wasn't it a... It was It Takes Two. It Takes Two. He's gonna talk about It Takes Two. Is my man the guy who says fuck the Oscars in here too? <laughs> yes, it adds a whole lot of uh, questions. Granted, I feel like if people who never who aren't gamers and know about the Game Awards probably wouldn't know that. Yeah, they probably would be like, well, that's interesting, I guess. That's a cool looking uh, award. Is that an actual award thing? Yes, it is, people. 
yeah, that's just weird. Uh, but but yeah, but they get to the point. You know, he's a game designer, and you know their company is like, we want a new Matrix game because in this world, Neo, uh, the Matrix is a game. Is a game in in the Matrix. Yeah. So you know, uh, they're like, we need to make a new Matrix. Matrix. Warner 4. Brothers wants us to make a new Matrix. Yep. Really weird name drop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's not subtle at all. <laughs> not subtle. And this, they had this whole like developer meeting where they're sort of just throwing out ideas and being like, "What made the Matrix so great?" And some people are like, "Oh, it's the, all the philosophical questions. It made you go, what the f, WTF, bro?" And it's like, "No, nah, man. It was all about the action, the bullet time." Yeah, this is where the the uh, Neo's coworker comes in. And he's like, "The really annoying one." The really annoying one. He, he just straight up just says, "Bullet time, bullet time. We need a new bullet time." We need something that makes bullet time look like the old stuff. And I'm just like, "Shut the fuck up." And yeah, and this whole sequence is literally just feels like uh, the Wachowski sort of just like re- sort of like analyzing like what made the movie, what made the Matrix so revolutionary at the time. Yeah, and there's, and there's and lot- not saying the stuff that they're talking about isn't what made like that movie so impactful, but it doesn't come off as like something to be questioned, you know? Yeah, it seems more like uh, like uh, like. Uh, just very sort of self-indulgent, right? Like, yeah. it's like, look how great we are, right? Mm-hmm. Look how great, like, like, how, like, look at what people were saying about our movies, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, so, there's even like segments where people are like saying, "Oh, it's about crypto fascism." It's like, no, it's about trans, uh, uh, stuff. Which I mean, uh, probably that probably makes a lot more sense considering. Uh, Wachowskis. The, the Wachowskis, right? The Wachowskis, uh, sort trans. of, yeah, you know, you know, they transitioned and stuff, and that's a whole mm. uh, thing. And I guess to be fair, you can kind of maybe see some of that stuff in like something like Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, although that's a different kind of thing. That's that's def- that's a different kind of movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and, and, like, and like I said, like those are like awesome like things to talk about, but they lead nowhere. Yeah, it's just them throwing out these things, but no one in that like game studio actually talks about what made the Matrix the Matrix. It's just them spitballing all the stuff that people have said about the Matrix, but never they never really answer the question of what made the Matrix so great. They don't give an answer to that. They just sort of say, "Oh, look at all the stuff people say about the Matrix." Yeah, and don't enter in a way where like where I feel like it should have went where like it's like. It depends on what you see. Yeah, like, I, I, I was honestly expecting them to go that route, where, like, Neo sort of just goes, it doesn't matter about what the Matrix is, it's just what people wanted the Matrix to be, or whatever, or something like that. And maybe they said that, and I just didn't understand it, because at some point, the story just kind of fell apart. Yeah. But, like, it's just so weird how self-indulgent like this, that, that, that's, this, these moments were. It's like, yeah, we're the Matrix, we're cool. And I don't think that was the intention. I don't think that was the intention at all with the Jacks were trying to do, but it just it just came off that way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're we cause this, we cause that, you know, people say we're this, this and that. But you don't really say anything, especially towards like when Neo gets out of the Matrix. Because at that point, it just becomes a Matrix movie. 
Yeah. A, a standard Matrix movie, like if like you've never left. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because he he goes back to Zion, or, his, or at this point it's I O. Yeah, it's I O. And I will say this, like this is probably like the only thing I I kind of liked about the movie. Yeah. Is that shit has actually happened. World building. <laughs> yeah, there's actual some actual decent world building that has happened past Matrix Three. It's not just like we're still at war. <laughs> yeah, it's not like like the Star Wars sequel movies where it's like. Oh, it's we basically just remade the Empire and the, and the Rebels, but they're mm. called the First Order and the Resistance. Mm-hmm. No, here we actually get some neat world building. It's like there was peace. Humans and machines and Io lived together in peace, but there's still evil machines, you know, that put Neo in the Matrix still. Mm-hmm. There was a whole machine versus machine war because, you know, people were leaving the Matrix. That means there was less energy, and therefore that led to conflict between the machines themselves, you know? And you know, there's just like and the, they're working together, and they're bringing back like life to the earth. Yeah, like they're making berries and these greenhouses, and it's like, that's neat. That's interesting. I really like that. I wish I saw more of that because we only spend like maybe 15 minutes tops in the real world before uh, we gotta go save Trinity. We gotta go save Trinity. Literally, Neo gets rescued from the Matrix, gets shipped off to Io. He has a talk with Niobe. He, and you know he's like, I'm sorry, Neo. I know you're gonna go uh, try to save Trinity, so I'm gonna lock you up. And uh, I'm, you know, I have the, the the captain and her, you know, Bugs and the rest of them like clean their ship. And it turns out, you know, Morpheus just shows up. It's like, hey, um, you ready to go? Because we're breaking out. It's like, oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> what was the point of all that? <laughs> yeah, like what's the? Yeah, it's like what's the point? Like I don't know. It's. That's that's probably my other problem with this film is that there's like weird pacing and stuff. It's like it feels like we we're we're spending time in the Matrix. Neo gets out, then we're in the real world, seeing some interesting world building stuff, and then it's like we gotta get back into the Matrix. All right, people aren't here to see the real world stuff. The Matrix is what's interesting. And I know, but look at all this stuff you guys just showed off. I want to see more, and like I do like enjoy like do really like that. Yes, there's human machine like peace. Like, there's actual machines, uh, or they call them, like, uh, synthians, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Like, you know, because I guess machines is, like, the... Uh, like the slur. A, is, is, is a slur in the Matrix universe now. <laughs> which, which, granted, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> I, yeah, it is kind of funny. It, it's funny, and it probably would make sense that the machines would be like, Hey, don't call me a machine. That means I'm a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... My, yeah, I, I want to be equal to you guys. Yeah, and you know it is neat the, that they work together. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like they help. Like there's like two machines that help break out uh, Neo from from the Matrix. Like once once he pops out, and getting... you, you you see these like machines, and you're thinking, oh shit, Neo's gonna get wrecked by these machines. Like no, they they rescue him. And you and there's like a moment where you're like thinking, oh maybe they reprogrammed them. It's like no, they helped us because of their own free will. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. And, like, that it barely, like, is even a thing. Right? Yeah. It, it, Heck, Morpheus himself is technically machine now. Yeah, he's an AI, you know, made within the Matrix. And he's, like, a bunch of, like, little tech, like, little text balls and whatever. Yeah, that he, like, so, like he, he doesn't have, like, full interaction with the real world. He can, like, touch stuff, but, like, you know. He's, he's still, interacting. Yeah, that's, that is pretty cool. It's like, oh, and, my God, this is amazing. Like the little, like the little sci-fi nerd in me is like, this is cool, but then like, it means nothing <laughs> because you know, like it doesn't matter because all that matters is uh, 
Neo getting Trinity out of the Matrix. Which, I, which granted, that's like the whole point of the story is just like them getting back together. But like, man, does it does it take forever? Mm-hmm. Like this movie feels too damn long. Yeah, it is like a t- uh, two hours and thirty minutes, I think. So. Yeah, it is sort of like the standard length of a of a blockbuster movie nowadays, but it definitely feels like uh, not a lot happens for what ends up happening. No, like it's literally just we rescue Mio and then Neo goes back to get Trinity. And yeah, we go it. to point A to point B to point C in less in less than three hours. Yeah, and. I, I get that, like, in the first Matrix movie, they didn't show a whole lot of, like, mm-hmm. of the human world, but, uh, like, the real world, but, you know, that stuff is, like, established in the second and third movies. We see a lot more of that stuff and how interesting that world is, and I, I just kind of hope that, like, we were legit going to get maybe more of that. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's more like, no, there's peace. Except for a couple of those assholes over there. Yeah, and, I mean, it makes sense in that sort of scale, right? Because, yeah. I mean, the analyst himself is, like, you know, like we, you generate so much power. You know, like there's no way I'm gonna let you guys escape, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. It, it, I just would like to see more, like mm-hmm. of like just. I guess it's partial. Maybe like it's just because of like the filming cir- circumstances. Because I know that they did have to delay a little bit of the. They started filming, but then uh, you know, current world events happened, and they had to stop for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe they might have like planned to show more of Io, and the in this human city, uh, but you know, uh, probably circumstances maybe cause them not to or like cut scenes out for that. But still, I it, it does feel kind of small. Like it does for for how big the city looks when you get when they get there. We we only like spend like maybe you know fifteen minutes there and only seeing like maybe a couple of shots or different areas. But yeah. yeah, it's 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 sadly disappointing, and like, I don't know, man. It's it for a Matrix movie. Like I've said, I I enjoy the Matrix movies, but they this one felt very like, man. We just got we're getting it done because the because they want it, and we're like talking shit to them, like subtextually. But I'm like, yeah, but you meant, but none of that stuff that you were talking shit about made any sense. I mean, if because like. The in the movie in the movie you know they say like you know Warner Bros wants us to make another Matrix, get on to talk about that, and it's just like this weird like meta commentary about it like we talked mm-hmm. about earlier yeah, and like you kind of feel like this is them like you know kind of shitting on that whole idea, or shitting on like them want being made to make another Matrix when they don't when maybe they don't want to, but you kind of don't get anything out of it. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, it feels like they're sort of just like. Granted, not... that could be a reading. Yeah, it yeah it could just be a reading, but I yeah it, it yeah I do understand like there is that feeling of like, like, oh, we're being oh you want us to make another Matrix movie like. Okay. All right, get 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 like the the studio heads or whatever these these writers or whatever. Let's talk about what made the Matrix so cool and let's see what can like. You know, build off of that, and like it, and it leads to nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, wow, man, it's it's weird because like even I heard even in the, I haven't played the game, <clears throat> but there's like a lot, there's like like some meta commentary in the game. It's like I think it's supposedly it ends with like, 
like um some, someone told me that with their game ends and it comes out with like you know kind of reads me like you know like the, the, the game looks so real who knows if this is reality or you know or fake or game or you know that kind of stuff and mm. i'm like man that'd have been so cool to at least do but you really didn't do any of that yeah yeah like I mean, that'd be more, I feel like that would be more interesting if it was like a VR experience mm-hmm. instead of just an Unreal Engine 5 tech demo. Because mm-hmm. uh, if there was like a VR component, then yeah, you could like make, that would be kind of a neat uh, comment or like sort of like a uh, like a, a, a note that to leave the audience with. Like you just experienced a VR experience so realistic. Was it even really, you know, could it have been actually reality kind of thing? And I don't know, maybe... Uh, Maybe uh, a part of me feels like uh, they rely too much on the whole Matrix idea, right? Because I, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure the Matrix wasn't the first to, to explore the philosophical idea of are we living in a simulation kind of thing. No, but it's probably the most popular one. It's definitely the most popular one because it, it feel like it's visualized very well, right? We're like in a computer program or something like that, um, you know, and. As much as there's like this, a lot of talks of like, is it all faded or is, do we make our own destiny kind of thing that this movie sometimes has? It doesn't really answer that question. No, it doesn't. Nah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, um, I don't know, anything else you want to talk about? I don't really. I mean, unless you want to talk about like the way it's shot, because I think it's pro- it's fine. Yeah, like I I have heard some people like say like the uh, fight choreography. Uh, are is is uh worse than the first movie and i think that's just because uh there's less wire foo in this mm-hmm. movie yeah and i think it, sometimes it's kind of edited a little weird mm-hmm. um there are i wouldn't say like the, the the shots of like dudes punching each other and then like there's like a slow-mo effect is bad because mm-hmm. i mean i'm pretty sure that just happened all the time in the older matrix movies and they're just you know redoing that yeah but there are certain like shots where it's sort of just you can't really see uh, some of the action just because of just how it's like looks. Yeah, I think that's sort of what people really mean because mm-hmm. I think some of the chore- I think the choreography is just fine. It's just the way it's like put together. Yeah, um, I think all the actors are doing do a good job. Yeah, I mean, I you know, with besides certain you know people and their characters, uh, yeah, just it, not it, living up to those characters. Yeah, like a lot of people, you know. Uh, Keanu Reeves, you know, good as Neo. Uh, uh, everybody sort of, sort of. Carrie Ann Moss gets Trinity. Yeah, it's like like she never left the role. Yeah, like er- everyone feels, mm. you know, well casted. Everybody does do their uh, job adequately. Adequately, yeah. But it's just it's, the story did not serve them well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I, I, aside from that, I really have nothing else to like bring up or say. Is just that. Um, man, this, I know a lot of people were hyped for this movie. Uh. It's like, Matrix, hell yeah. And you and me were like, yeah, but the last two were kind of (laughs) shit. I mean, yeah, like, I feel like, yeah, that's sort of like the weird disconnect in my brain where it's like, I feel like most people like remember liking the first Matrix movie. More right. than everything else. Yeah, and that's the only thing they remember. And they remember, like, the good bits from the other movies, but they don't remember a lot of the other stuff. Uh, but, yeah. 
I don't know. I was always of the opinion, like, I mean, I feel like if they were to make a new Matrix movie, it's either going to be a freaking reboot or it was going to be, like, uh, a sequel that sort of, like, focused on the how the world is now. Yeah, like, uh, after Neo and stuff. Like, an actual, like, true-to-form sequel that, like, pushes, like, the story forward. Uh, and it kind of was in that. But, and, I mean, there's elements of, like, yeah, the world has changed since Neo has died and stuff and come back. Uh, but, I don't know. It, 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 that's, like, yeah, it, it, that's sort of just my thing with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, for me, it's just, like, I didn't I didn't really, like I said, I didn't really ask for this. I didn't really want it. I was fine with the ones I had. Just, you give me an extra one. I'm, yeah, sure, I'll watch it, but I, I didn't really feel much for anything. So, yeah. That's that's all I really got to say. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I know people out there really like it, but I'm I'm just like nah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm good, buddy. I'm good. I'm good. If I didn't have to do it for this, I would I probably wouldn't have watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, ratings? Ah, damn, that's gonna be a tough one because, um, from, I mean, I've always said like seven out of ten is like the most like you know you you barely passed. Um, which is fine. It's a pretty decent movie, but for me, I probably have to give it a six out of ten. There, for me, I like the beginning half. I'll say that, mm-hmm. where the idea that you know it's it's like whether or not Neo is in the Matrix, but once you get out of it, it's like it becomes um, Matrix two and three because <laughs> it becomes like that, and it's just like we're just moving the plot. No time to you know characterization and all that stuff. And just the self indulgence like really just takes takes it away from me. The way they handle nostalgia and all that stuff, it's just not really worth it. And I just no, I didn't really like it. And I've said this, there's some medium out there that knows how to do fan service and nostalgia well. We just mentioned like three movies that do nostalgia in a way that's like one very like nostalgic if you've seen ever seen those movies, but like do it in a way that's like new and fresh and give it its own voice. And that didn't have it for this one. And granted, those were more reboots than, like, sequels. But even in this one, when you're giving so many ideas about what made The Matrix so revolutionary at the time and not really doing anything with it or, or like, having that kind of conversation makes me not really want to watch. makes me not really be as interested. So, yeah, 6 out of 10. Most because there's I feel like there's still some, still some good in it. Okay. Um, I would probably would say... Uh, I'd probably go five out of ten. Jeez. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not that it's not terrible. Yeah, like I don't think it's like the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But like, and there's good bits of it that I really like, you know. Uh, but there's also just a lot of things that either just like are like pet, you know, just they just like don't f- either they either say like just put you know they say these things or they show these things and it doesn't really mean much. Or it's just straight up like a, you know, like a, uh, they just... Smelling their own farts? Yeah, smelling their own farts sometimes. <laughs> That's what it seems like to me, you know? They're just huffing their own farts and stuff. And it's sort of just like, okay, but are you going to say anything interesting instead of just, uh, are you going to actually, like, comment on these things? Or are you just going to be like, oh, look how cool we were. Yeah, we were cool, right, guys? And I feel like if, I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to say anyone's dumb, but I feel like, for a lot of people, no, they're saying something really smart, but like, but just saying smart stuff doesn't make you be smart. 
Yeah, if you have, if you're just saying a lot of big fancy words, but you don't really focus or even uh, explain why you're saying these things, mm-hmm. or you know, if there's no point and you're just saying a bunch of smart things, then you're just. Listen, I can explain to you how two plus two equals four, but I can show you why two plus two equals four. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like if you, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a decent analogy, right? Uh, like, it, it, show don't tell, right? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna talk about like this, have this whole segment of just people just talking about what made the Matrix great, but not elaborate of like your the film's own sort of you know thesis, yeah, thesis or response to that question, and just say nothing. It's like. Then why even bring the uh, the question up? Yeah, because like none of it makes none of it comes back. No, none of it. I mean, you have Neil Patrick Harris, who is like the living embodiment of like, I guess the dude bro mentality of what made the Matrix cool, like all oh, the bullet time, all oh, the slow mo. But like, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. He and plus he doesn't feel like they were a threat. Yeah, not really. He's he, it's just like oh yeah, hey, I guess yeah, cool. I mean, sure. I mean, I, I, it's sad that we had to, like, uh, this is the second time in the beginning of the year we review a movie, and we're just saying, like, yeah, it wasn't that good. Because <laughs> last time it was Wonder Woman 1984. I mean, yeah, but I feel like I, I, I at least somewhat enjoyed Wonder Woman more than this film. Fair. I'll give you that. At least there was some fun. Not great fun, but some fun. Yeah. And it didn't try to, like, give us an existential question that led us to nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Alright guys, so that's gonna be our review for the Matrix. If you enjoyed it, please uh follow us on social media at on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at the Geek Centurions. We are most active on our Instagram. And if you go on there you'll find a link tree to all the podcasting sites we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. And a link to the YouTube for all you audio listeners out there who wanna put a face to the voice. That's where we will find us. Like, comment, and subscribe as you tend to do on YouTube. And if you want to support us in any form of way, we do have a Patreon uh, at the Geek Centurions. There you'll be able to support us in any form of way. And really anything would help as long as uh, it goes to a way that can make us be better and help you guys be more active in how we do things. But yeah, that's Matrix Revolutions. Um, I mean, if you enjoyed it, good for you. Resurrection. Resurrection. God! Damn it. <laughs> I hate when I do that. Um, but yeah, no, if you enjoyed it, good on you. We're not talking down to you, but it was just for us. It was just. I, I don't want to say it was a waste of time, <laughs> but damn it, you could argue it was. <laughs> uh, potentially. I mean, I, I will admit, uh, 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 hearing a kid just say, they're trying to bowl my mom was kind of cringy. And, you know, maybe that was time worth. Uh, was spending that hurt my soul it did why would you who are you (laughs) who wrote that all right that's it Uh, it's been your boy eli it's been me joe and here's the start to a new year have a good one guys